Welcome to the Casuals Basketball Podcast. We watch so you don't have to. Part of the 10th Year Seniors Network. <sighs> Rough time for heat culture. The culture is strong. We've been snorting it. We've been ingesting it. It ain't LeBron, we, though. We've been high on culture. Culture is supposed to supersede everybody. If you if you read Labatar's article and you listen to what everyone in heat culture has been saying, it's supposed to supersede everybody. I understand what you're saying, right? But... Okay, you look at regular season, you look at the makeup <clears throat> of the team. The problem with playoffs and the season is you can only get so far with a certain type of roster. <laughs> you can only get so far when one person is playing. Anyway, I want to start in the obvious spot, and that was the major talking point emerging out of Game 7. It was in Tatum paying homage to Kobe. It wasn't Bam Adebayo finally playing like he went to UK like he's supposed to. It wasn't seven minutes to Tyler Hero. It wasn't Duncan Robinson being unplayable with his contract. <laughs> it was the shot. It was Jimmy Butler's shot, and everyone has been talking about this, and I feel like a lot of people that were against this shot were just playing the result. Because if Jimmy Butler makes that shot, there is a statue of him erected outside FTX Arena right now. I agree with that, but as a basketball coach... You are. I could look at this at a different thing. When the Heat got the ball, I was just like, all right, no shot clock. Yeah. I thought they were going to call a timeout to do a out-of-bounds play. You know, Coach Spo is really good at doing, you know, out-of-bounds plays, draw it up. All you needed was a two-pointer. I get it. I get it. But I get taking the shot because, Jesus Christ, he was that was just storybook. The only problem I had was there was 11 seconds left on the clock. That's how come I'm a part of the, he shouldn't have, if he would have taken that shot, I would have rather him take that as the buzzer goes off. Here's the thing though. When the buzzer goes off, you don't have Al Horford backpedaling. You don't have that space. A transition I, three-pointer. We just saw him hit a transition three. So what, end, did the trans- the first what does the transition three do? The transition three wins the game. Are you sure? With 11 seconds left. I'm not with, sure. With Boston not, with a timeout. The, the, I'm not sure, but it puts you in a better it position you, yes. than what happened when, <laughs> it puts when you missing it. Yes, it puts you in a very, very good position. But, but, 11 seconds left in the game. I understand it. The glory of hitting it. It's almost like if he would have hit the shot, right? And then Jason Tatum came and took a 12-foot fadeaway jumper, which he was money all night with. Yeah win the game, then what do you say? What What's the crowd going to say? You're, I know the type of crowd you are. You're the crowd is saying, but he shouldn't make it. What you want him to do? That's literally what it is. <laughs> yeah. That's Jason Tatum just having a moment and him being the guy. That's all, that's all it would be. That's what it is. Sometimes a better offense beats a good defense or whatever you have to do. Look, I'm just, I'm just saying for a whole lot of people that have been getting on Jimmy Butler's oh, no, no, no. back about you know, the Jimmy, shot, this dude played 48 minutes. I don't, this dude was playing by himself for I would say three this, of these games. Because it's Jimmy who shot it, you live with it. You have to. You, I mean, you have to live yeah. with it regardless of what happens now. But if it was like Gabe Vincent coming down or anyone else coming down. If Kyle down, Lowry took that <laughs> shot, y- y'all are well within y'all right to say whatever you want yeah, about him and his flaws exactly. this morning. But, oh, I saw a call on Karen Lowry, Chris. Oh, him, I mean, and, him and Marcus oh Smart. That was, class. Sisters. that was a master Anyways, class. That was a master class. my thing with this is... They could play in the Champions League final next year. <laughs> whoever makes it. But the whole thing is, I'm not mad Jimmy took the shot. Like, I'm not mad. I just think it could... Like, with the time, you want that last shot. Granted, a two-pointer, 
does tie the game, a three-pointer gives you the glory. And I get it. Hey, dog. Jimmy didn't sit for a single minute. Jimmy no, was, Jimmy Jimmy was ready to go home. <laughs> Jimmy said, like, this win, or, win or lose, Jimmy wasn't playing five more minutes. <laughs> no, 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 Jimmy said, I'm not going to take the risk of getting the two to go to overtime. I ain't playing five more minutes. Like, this is all I have. This 38 points going to get us to the finals or this 35 points sending us back home? That's it. <laughs> yeah, no, I guess I'm, I'm not mad at Jimmy. I, I just feel that I personally would have liked to have, if I got the ball up like that, attacked the basket. If I feel that the layup or whatever isn't going to, you could just, because Jimmy's a, he's a super smart player. Practices at AF Adderley. I mean, come on now. I mean, yeah. And they, that's a sweat box right there. It is. So, you know, just call time out of something. But he would have beat Horford. He would, I guarantee he would have beat Horford, got the layup, and then they would have 10 seconds See, left. I'm not that, I'm not that sure about this. He just would have blown by Horford or he would have beat Horford. Boy, then. Horford was playing. I don't care what you say. Giannis wasn't even exactly just blowing by Horford and dominating Horford. So I, I don't. I, let's not pretend like that was just going to be a layup line. I'm saying for everybody that's sitting back, and of course, this is what NBA Twitter does. I feel like in that spot, you have to trust this person who is a basketball genius in in that position, knowing what's the better shot for him to take. I'm just saying I'm going to ride with Jimmy Butler. Yeah, no, uh, and. Like I say, I agree with you. I just feel that You're I... playing would, the result. I, yeah. No, no, no. I'm not playing the result because I said it immediately when he was saying, say, slow the ball down, slow the ball down. And he did. You weren't watching the game. I mean, and I, this is me being pissed going on to topic number two. Why the hell these games start so late? Listen, and this, this is something that... You know, when we started 10YS, this is something we probably never would have complained about. As a matter of fact, when this started, <laughs> like the genesis of this entire platform was us being a twisted line, watching the finals, absolutely freaking out, drunk, watching Mike Miller hit threes. Like, that was the beginning of this whole thing, and now we've progressed into the old people that are upset that the game's starting at 9. Okay, I get... Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, not Thursday. Sunday. Not Sunday. Not Sunday. Not Sunday. I'm sorry that, you, and I know that it was a booked out. You had Formula One in the morning. You had Indy 500. Sure, Formula One. You don't watch that. Or, I, not, I, or NASCAR. Which one was it? No, Formula One at Monaco. Okay. The Indianapolis sure. 500, the Indy car. And you had, um, I don't know, you, you had crap in between like, like six o'clock. Six o'clock. Give me six o'clock at least. Give me at least six o'clock. Six o'clock. Because you know what? we I wanted us to do this podcast last night. There's no way we could have did this podcast last night. That's ridiculous. Yeah. NBA, y'all got to... Y'all like the West Coast too much when it comes to this crap. That's all I'm saying. Because you know what time it is there? Not 8.45. Well, we're about to be on the West Coast now because after all of that, after people... Throwing dirt on the Warriors dynasty. Remember Clay being hurt, Steph being hurt, Warriors being so bad that they got a number two pick. And then there was a the whole D'Angelo Russell thing, flipping that for Andrew Wiggins. The core stayed intact, and now they are right back. Mm. It's like all of that time passing, mm. it meant absolutely nothing. Warriors in there, what, six finals in eight years? Yeah. I, you know what I saw that was funny today? and I thought it was funny, and I laughed. Going on social media, it's like they showed a picture of Kyrie in a Celtics uniform. Yeah. Kevin Durant in the Nets uniform. And it's like, mm, look what two teams made. Free, ag- free agency, what was that, 2019? Like they yeah. left both. You leave both of those teams and now those teams are in the finals and you got knocked out in the first round. Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of whack. It's kind of whack. But there was also, you learn a lot from memes. You also, you got to filter in the 
the good stuff away from the absolutely trash things. But this is one that was interesting to me where it said the Warriors have, I think, a combined 123 games of finals experience and the Celtics have zero. Yeah. Now, do you think that actually means anything or is this just one of those things that commentators have to say when they, they talk about They have to experience? say it because they said the same thing yesterday with... These are the amount of game sevens that people play. Like the Celtics did play a lot of game seven. Like as good as that group but is, to I mean, me, young. Sorry, I don't care. Like that's a statistic to me that does not matter. Like, okay, you play more basketball. I don't know playing basketball. Playing more basketball in those big spots, being accustomed to the lights, playing on the biggest stage. I think it makes a difference, though. Like, uh, I don't think so. You're playing the result now. No, 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 no. <laughs> Listen, if, if you if you went there before and you did something and someone's doing something for the first time, you don't think there's a drastic it's difference? It's a That's little like, different, but the, the, I say, okay, I feel that that goes with the Super Bowl. When you have one game and only one game, right. the Champion League's finals, you know, They've been there, whatever. But if you haven't been, I feel that's different. Mo Salah. Yeah. Boy, that goalkeeper was on point for real much. Boy. Boy. He was good. Boy, he, he was, was good. good. He was good. Anyways. Had a little tan scheme. But see, he was, he's been there before, so that's different because he knows what it is to be in that position, to be up. And this time he say, not today, because I think when he was with Atletico Madrid, he gave up a game winner or whatever in the 92nd minute. You wanted to talk about this game so bad. Boy. Anyways. <laughs> but... I feel soccer, football, anything that is a do or die. You feel like a series, yeah. a series is a different. A series is different because you could take get all your nerves out that first game. This Heat um, Miami series, game seven, that was the 11th time they played that season. Yeah. I don't really think that it's like, oh my God, it's a game. It's like, no, you played this team already many yeah, times. I, no, I get that. And you're probably right because basketball is one of those sports where at the end of it, the better team generally wins out, which yeah. is why I think the Warriors are going to win this series because they're a better team. Let's, let's just get to the finals right now, right? So let's look at the path that both of these teams have taken. And the Celtics have been good. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say they've been great. You beat who's in front of you. The Celtics have been good. I am in no position to complain about their path because as a Suns fan, the path that they took last year to get to the finals wasn't the hardest one. Everyone was getting injured. Look at round one. You beat a depleted Nets team. Mm -hmm. Second round, you beat a depleted Bucks team. Mm -hmm. Third round, you beat a depleted Heat team. Mm Mm-hmm. Bucks and Heat pushed you to seven, which they probably shouldn't have without their second leading score. I don't know. Those series probably shouldn't even have been in doubt without those teams' second leading scores. But there they were. Warriors are at full strength. <laughs> the only time we've seen the Warriors dynasty lose in the finals is when they weren't at full strength. When they lost Clay after they dunked. They lo- KD wasn't there. Yeah, KD got hurt. Clay wasn't there. And even still... We've never seen this Warriors team lose at full strength, and this is the first time the Celtics are facing a team in the playoffs at full strength. I think the biggest thing for this is, and we've seen it with Miami, when teams hit threes against Boston, ain't no way Boston winning that game. Everything depends on Marcus Smart making open threes. Jesus Christ, if that's, if that's what everything <laughs> if that's what everything depends that's, on. That's what the Celtics because Jalen okay. Brown's gonna get his. Yeah, him Jason Tatum's gonna get his. Yep. Who's the third guy? Williams is getting his. Al Horford. That's like 10, 12 yeah, a game. Al Horford is gonna logs. give you two games. 
Maybe, but since he had the Al Horford game, he ain't really had the Al Horford game since. But I'm just saying, he's yeah. going to give you two games. Like, And I'm not saying he's going to give you a 45-point game. He'll probably give you like a 20-10 and a 15-8. Somewhere in that range yeah. where, you know, he's going to be like, hmm. Good, sturdy veteran play. Exactly. Then you got, God, Taco Fall should be on this team. That's all I'm saying. How did you get to UCF? But, I, don't, I don't even <laughs> understand. But my thing is, this series depends on how much bitching Marcus Smart doesn't do. He's going to do a lot. And, and he, he how probably much needs to. three-pointers he makes. It's, look, <laughs> and I don't see any of them being enough. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say, before we even get any deeper into this, I'm going Warriors in five. I'm actually surprised if it goes six. Oh, yeah, no, no. I think it's Warriors five. Clay is going to be MVP, calling that one out. That's not a bad take at all. I think it's I think it's Dubs in five. Twenty points a game, and it's just it's gonna rain threes on them. Based strictly off of numbers and matchup perspective, when you look at it, like like I was just saying, they have not faced a team that have had four offensive weapons that could do this. And if you don't think Andrew Wiggins is a weapon, you can <laughs> ask ask the Dallas Mavericks. It's a lot easier when you get little to no attention on you. I remember when Wiggins got traded. To the Warriors and everyone was like, "Oh, he's just there to get traded. He's just there. Guess what? He became an All Star. Now they're gonna blow the hell out of the Celtics." All I'm saying was the the one of the best jobs in the world during this Warriors run has to be has been being the small forward for that team. Yeah, Harrison Barnes got a title, KD got two, and now Andrew Wiggins is on the brink of getting one. What would you consider Iguodala? Yeah, he he's like. He was playing everything off the bench. Yeah. So, yeah, he was playing the one, the two, the three. He was doing whatever. But he's he's another one. I'm saying you get slotted into that spot you know around who was that the, core. That player this year? Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole was, was kind of. No, uh, not Jordan Poole. Gary oh. Payton. Even though he wasn't a small forward, I feel like he was the one to just benefit off stuff. You know what he was like? He was giving them a lot of what Barbosa was giving them mm-hmm. during that first run. And if, if he's gonna be back, then you add is another he? elite defender. Then you add another elite defender. There's a chance. He, there's a chance he is gonna be back. To I'm play. not gonna tell you no lie. If I was on a team and I got injured and they were in the finals, I was still suiting up. I didn't care. Yeah, of course. I suited up in my uniform. Yeah. And if we blowing them out with like 10 seconds left, I could tell coach to call timeout and let me at least get into the stat book and chuck a three. This is the only chance that you might have to ever do this. You better do that. What? Are you crazy? You better do that. That's why I think he's going to be coming back. But I just think this Warriors team is is too deep. Um, Giannis had to play hero ball. Jimmy had to play hero ball. There's nobody on the Warriors roster that's going to have to do that. They can win games with Steph Curry not going nuclear. 14 hours ago, AP Golden State Warriors are likely to see Gary Payton the second back for the NBA Finals. Play it over, boy. So he's just going to spend the entire time just aggravating Marcus Smart. Fine. Oh, oh Fair my enough. God. So do, do you think they have a prop bet of how many times, over or under 26 times, he I'm complains? Gonna, I'm going to check IL Sportsbook right as soon as we get done with this. If, if Steph's not nuclear, the Warriors are going to be fine. Yeah. If Clay doesn't have a great game, there's a chance that you still have Jordan Poole having a great game. But they're going to be fine. I feel, and this is why I think Clay is going to be MVP. He has so much built up from the last time he was in the finals. Like, you got to remember, he got hurt in the finals. He was not playing ball for like two years. He is going to come 
and he is going to let it fly. It'll all depend. On, it'll it, all depend on whenever the closeout game is. You know what he does in the closeout it, it, games? No, no, he just this, waits on the closeout games. Every game, I think. Every game. I'm not mad at the clay for MVP pick. Every game. I think this is Steph's time. No, I I think Steph has heard too much of the stupid rhetoric around him never winning winning a finals MVP. It's one of the dumbest conversations. So you're trying to tell me this is gonna be like winning time in the part when he's just like, Well, Kareem's not here, so a magic. What's up? Yeah, I pretty much feel like that's what it's going to be. I feel like this is this is Steph's moment. It's ridiculous that he even still has to do this. This is going to be, what, his fourth title if they win it? I think this is his moment, but I also feel like he's going to come away from this with the MVP. Yeah, I mean, that's a safe pick. <laughs> it hasn't been, though, because they, they've been this. This is their sixth one, and he ain't win it yet. I mean, I mean, you got to win it to to win it. Okay, okay. so, how many, how so who won? won? Three? Iguodala won one. Yeah, and then KD got the other KD two. KD got the other two, yeah. Man, KD should have stayed with the Warriors. Yeah. It's the easiest basketball decision there is. Like, I don't care what you say, right? And all these people, oh, you can't be a real baller. That's exactly what those people sound like. You know what? I won't win championships. I play basketball, a sport my whole life, not to win championships. Like, you know what would be great? If we had like 2 million listens on a podcast, you know why? Because that's just great. That, that's what you achieve for. Oh, I thought that was going to somehow be a championship. Oh, no. Like you get sponsors. So, oh, you know. Okay. All right. <laughs> you could then div- div- divide it by everything. It would be like, oh, that went viral. Cool. Let's just lump all our podcasts into that and sell it. The line's actually moving as we talking. All right. So, let's look at so game, move one. To? game one. Thursday night. Warriors favored by three and a half. You could get, uh, that's at minus 112, Celtics plus three and a half, minus 109 against the spread. Moneyline, Warriors minus 165, Celtics plus 138, over under on this game, 210 and a half. I feel like the over under is kind of low. Yeah, I'm taking the over for sure. Like, I think the Warriors will average around 115 points a game. And... With Gary Payton coming back, they'll probably be giving up like 100 points a game. <laughs> you really feel like the perimeter defense of Gary Payton, the second, is he junior or the second? The second. Because I remember the second. The glove actually being very specific about this. I think there is a junior and then there's the second. It's, yeah. it's strange. Anyway, so him being back, you think, takes the Celtics uh, scoring down by like, what, five points? At least he's he's accounting for five on his own. Yeah, I like the over. I like the over in this first game as well. But the thing about the Warriors' offense, and I think it was one of the biggest things I took away from the Maverick series. Right, everyone expects this. I think in our mindset, we still think of this as this is the Warriors. They reign in threes. Like you think of Steph going off, Clay going off. That's what you think of. Their offense is a lot more diverse than that. Yeah. Like, It's the the threat of them always being able to make threes that left so much in the mid-range and so much in the interior open, which is why Looney had a 20-point game against the Mavericks. I just saw an article today. It's like, Looney, he's signing with the Warriors. Let's not not play ourselves. This is like a... Looney been re-signing with the Warriors. This is a Draymond situation where it's like no other team will give him a chance. Let me tell you. He had opportunities, you know. Let me tell you something about him and Clay. They ain't going nowhere. No. Like, they're good. Kevin Looney would... Keep on. Whatever. Yeah, keep on. Sorry. He walked into this perfect situation, and he was one of the few that said, you know what? I like it. I like it. I'm going to make it work. 
And Draymond is the one that's always giving him props, saying he has changed his game so much to fit whatever the hell we need. Just be good at something. That he's completely overrated. I mean, sorry, he's completely underrated. Wait, you know what the crazy thing is? And let's be real why he ain't leaving. Clay get him a whole anti-shoe sponsorship. And this is and and rings and rings. Also, that like he there he's never going to be able to maximize his potential more than he is right now with this team. Because you know what the problem is? You got the people like Duncan Robinson who sign ninety million dollar contracts and then completely fall out of rotation. That's ugly, boy. That's ugly. That's bad. I mean, I I know we was done with heat culture talk, but. The Duncan Robinson thing is ugly. You know what was crazy? It was like, I remember everyone was like, he better than Buddy. And I was like, no, he ain't better than Buddy. He- Why was anyone saying that? He was just in a completely different position with a winning team where he had one specific role allowing his skill set to shine through. Mm-hmm. That's what he had. You had Buddy on that team last night in Miami, they win. I mean, if you had anybody else, if they could get a third scorer, <laughs> like Jesus Christ! I mean, I was so excited when I saw Tyler Hero warming up because I was like, "All right, here comes the third scorer." That was just and, a decoy, and then seven minutes. <laughs> he come out and <laughs> seven minutes. He was on that court, barely moving, and there's like, yeah, this, "This shit ain't gonna work." Seven minutes, seven minutes. But I just want everyone in the finals. You know what I want? I want people to stay healthy. Yes, but you know what I actually want? Some good games. Because this playoffs, we have been robbed of having good games. It's been blowout after blowout on the other side. Like, thank God that he got back into that game and made it. You know what the worst thing about this finals is? They're all 9 p.m. start times. Except the Sunday, I think they said, we're going to do (laughs) 8. Thanks. Which really is 8.30. Yeah, because this whole 15 minutes before, like, you know what? Just if you're going to say you're going to start 8.30, start 8.30. Don't say 8.30 because then you know that means 9. It's just like, come on, guys. It's 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 what it is, but we got to suck it up for these five games and just <laughs> and make it happen. But so five games would mean Warriors win at home. Yeah, but you know what? I sw- okay. So I was doing some Google. So I was like, man, Miami to to San Francisco would be a long flight, six hours, ten minutes. I'm actually taking that flight over in the summer. It's gonna suck. At least I got business class because I was like, hell to the no. Um, I was about to say, I feel like you do that flight quite a bit. Not to I sa- mean, it's, no, to, it's not to Ari- direct. It's yeah. to Arizona, but no. But I usually go to Dallas, and then mm. you know, so so you know, when you break up flights, it's, uh, you know, you could sit two hours, three hours in a smaller area. Th- this is something six, that you've done yeah, quite a bit. Six and a half hours. No, anyways, Boston to San Francisco, six hours and forty-five minutes. Hmm. Do you know how long it takes to get to Boston to London? How long? Less than that. Like, I was looking, and I was like, that sucks. Like, that's why they got so many games in between. That's another thing that's going to be weird for us to adjust to, how many games there are in between. Because to this point, you used to having games, like, every night. The only time there wasn't a game is when one series ended way quicker than the other. And you know what the NBA does? So they start the second, then they go to the fifth, yeah. then they go to Sunday, then they go to Tuesday, then they go to Sunday. And it's just like, come on, guys. Let's, let's, let's just... Wrap it up. Clay, you already said Clay is your pick for MVP. He's established, but there is always somebody who... The sleeper? There's always somebody who casuals are maybe introduced for the first time or they have a breakout. Maybe it's just one game. Like, 
the first person that comes to mind is Leon Poe that year for the Celtics. Like maybe there's one game that you have and they are introduced to the national spotlight. Do you think that person is anywhere in this series on either side? Who do you think that guy is? Well, who's it can't be Jordan Poole because he's already shown that can't he's be played. Jordan Poole. He pretty much should have been the Looney. most improved player. Looney's yeah. been around. Yeah. Like people you can't pick Draymond. People know Looney. Unless you got one of the, the the young guys from the Warriors who come out and break out, <laughs> you know who it is. It's going to be Andrew Wiggins. I was just about to say he's going to cut. He's going to be like, "Hey guys, what's up?" I was about to say sleeper for MVP Andrew Wiggins. That I would be think so funny if he won MVP. The odds on him have to be ridiculous. But I think this is a big series for Andrew Wiggins. It is, and not just offensively, but defensively as well, because he's probably going to draw the primary assignment. Whether it's Tatum or Jalen Brown, he's got one of them. Like, I don't, know, I don't know which one he's going to be on primarily, but he's got one of them. But the thing about it is, and we saw this with Luca, he's going to make you work on the other end. So it's not like a cakewalk for either one of them. And he is the fourth option offensively. That gives you a whole lot of leeway, a whole lot of green light. Coming into the league as a number one pick, automatically LeBron says, I don't want you. You go to Minnesota with a, a young group. There's no real leader there. Jimmy Butler comes in and says, you're not tough enough. You end up going to this perfect situation. Everyone's not a number one. This is the situation Andrew Wiggins always should have been in. I think he's going to shine. And for people that don't appreciate his game or know what it's like, that Luka dunk was just the beginning. I feel like this is going to be a big series for him. He's probably the guy. Wasn't it crazy how they called it an offensive foul? They overturned it, didn't they? Yeah, they did. But, you know, hey, NBA, (laughs) let me say something. I like when you start like that. Like The NBA is directly listening. Yeah, I feel... That this instant replay crap yeah. needs to be expanded. And I say it to the point of... It's going to be a lot of it in the finals, no, no, bro. Yeah. It needs to be expanded to a point where y'all need to be able to not have a coach's challenge to review some of these calls. Yeah. Like, let's put it this way. Y'all took away a magical moment with that dunk. Speaking of, oh, sorry, not to cut you off, but I can't believe we forgot to bring this up. Speaking of challenges and anything like that with calls, the Struce heel. Oh, yes. The Struce heel. Okay. How could we forget the Struce heel? I'm going to say, I don't know how you call that. In all honesty, like, because his heel never touched the ground. It didn't. Now, can you tell me definitively that the middle part of his shoe touched it? No, you no, can't. You can't. To me, that was a call, and I'm just still looking like because I saw them take the score. Away. I was like, "What? What going on?" It was on? so strange because in one of our chat groups, like Kari said it the minute it happened, he was like, "Wait, can they just take away a three like that?" Because all of us was like, "I've never seen them just take away a whole three like you've seen." You've seen no, I've sh- seen them take away points because they, they're allowed to to talk about it or review it but trust me but at, at that, that point in the game reviewed. it didn't seem like it was a huge deal because the heat were down but like ominously in the back of your mind you're thinking this is gonna come up <laughs> this is gonna come up and this is gonna end up being something that people talk about forever and it's so strange that it happened close to memorial day because one of the worst basketball memories i had as a blazers fan in my youth growing up the memorial day miracle sean elliott hit a three-pointer from the corner to beat the Blazers, and he did that exact same thing. Had his heels up on the line, because I was screaming, he's out of bounds. Nope, his heels were up. They yeah, no, it. I thought that was a bad call. And now you got the same thing with Struce. Mm-hmm. Scott Foster. Scott Foster. I know. 
the scarf off. They brought him in for game seven because you need you needed a superstar. Mm-hmm. As much as I feel like Jimmy is a superstar, not okay. marketed as such. <laughs> this you is, needed the superstar. So the Heat posted something and it was like showing the players on the team and what pick they were, right? Yeah. And when I saw it, I said, well, if they don't make the finals, I can see why. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even need to see the graphic. I just needed I to see Jimmy Butler having to play 40 minutes every night. That dude. And busting his that ass. That dude was a CC Sweden. He's Yo. a Cobra just playing. He got Mario as a coach. You go in every right. minute. So let's get to some bad beats and degenerate gambling now, right? So I thought, wait, wait, wait. Are they serious with this line? Game five. Bam to sorry game six bam to score twelve and over under twelve and a half that's money. There's no way all star wasn't trying to shoot nothing. There's that no series. way all star center bam at a bio coming off a bad game in game five. There's no way he can score less than thirteen points. It, there's no way. I mean, even if the Heat lose, like that seemed like a lock to me. Like who's gonna stop him? Al what Horford, Robert Williams. Then what Bam do? 12. Bam scored six. I don't know. Bam scored six. But I was watching and it's like. This is what yeah, sports yeah, gambling but does. But see, the thing with Bam and I was watching and I feel like Bam is a, no, we're going back to the heat now, is a big reason why the heat lost the series. And I say that because. See what heat culture does? We, I mean, we barely even talk about the final. Because <laughs> I feel like it's both of us is like, yeah, Warriors could win. Yeah, whatever. Warriors are going to win that. But I feel that Bam was shook offensively his confidence was shook why i don't know why that's your boy from kentucky anyways Listen, it was not all a good i know is for uk yeah no no it, it wasn't it a was good playoffs. horrible playoffs for uk but i mean the most impressive thing that bam did that series was Terra's jersey which got me even more upset because i'm like look how strong you are like why were you not dominating can can normal people even do that to jerseys how? How can you do that, but you can't kill Robert Williams and Al Horford? I mean, you can, because we clearly saw it. We yeah. saw it two games. No, he was shook. Offensively, he was shook. He was and shook. This is where it always looks a little fixy to me, because I don't see how it's possible that Bam has a game where he shoots the ball five or six times, and then other games looks completely dominant, like there's no one on because the floor Because he would that get the ball him. at the top of the key, dribble, dribble, like he, and then he'll go, oh, oh. Oh. They've been running the offense through him since Kyle Lowry. The only time Bam looked comfortable is when he was bringing the ball up the court. And those, and I'm I'm saying the Bam that we saw in Game Seven and the Bam that we saw in what was it Game Three? Where was he the other four games? Where was he? Where was Bubble Bam? Is is a tough playoff for UK? Carl Towns, Devin Booker, Bam. Tyler Hero was hurt. I know you brought up Portland. Now I was about to be a Portland fan again. I am not about to be a Portland fan again. So we we done with playoffs. Are we we are we shifting over to eight and contract talk? Yeah. I am not about to be a Portland fan again because I don't see that happening. So why not? Okay, let's let's set it up. There's been a lot of talk about obviously about the DeAndre Ayton contract situation. His uh, agent was on. Um, he was on a show with Eddie Johnson, the Phoenix-based show, and he said how disappointed they were that he didn't get the max. And he said the line, you know, there are other teams out there. Mm-hmm. Like basically, I mean, that's not rocket science. Right? Yeah, I mean, but he's he's giving voice to letting you know that hey, if y'all ain't trying to do this, it you can't say it's not been said. Like we put mm-hmm. it on the table. This is being shopped around. So I just think this is wild to me that 
your number one pick from four years ago. Is the only player that pretty much hasn't signed a, a max from like the top five on there. Has shifted his game around to whatever you said that you needed. Mm-hmm. Has gone through coaching change. Has gone through coaching philosophy change. Has basically, <laughs> I would say, taken a step back from his development for good of the team. He's done all of that. And all of that gets rewarded with a CP three forty million dollars. That gets rewarded with nothing. And then you look around and you see everyone around you getting paid. I mean, I think the 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 disrespectful part is when Mikhailovich just got that contract. Like to me, that was something where Phoenix literally. You don't. Sometimes you don't have to say something. Yeah, it's it's just like, oh, we're gonna pay Mikhailovich. You know what? You know what did it for me after he got it. And then they signed Landry Shaman. I feel like the Shaman one for me was it. Because I was like... I was like no, I knew once on. they signed um, Mikhail, it was like, all right, so they're not going to whatever. But his agent's right. There are other teams out there. Yeah. You know where he'll look good? Dallas. All right, so let's look at... You know the, where he'll look good? Charlotte. The teams that have been rumored to be in the Buddy Sweepstakes. The teams that got the cap space. Uh, Aiden Deep, Sweepstakes. Sorry. That's the other sweepstakes. Buddy sweepstakes is Lakers. That's the other sweepstakes. The Aiton sweepstakes. Uh, I was actually thinking about the Lakers. You got Portland. You got the Hornets, obviously. You got Detroit. I know about Detroit. Detroit's got money. Yeah, I know they got money. but I... Charlotte is in the mix. But yeah. that's more of a sign and trade. Indiana just, has money. And Indiana, they got cap space. Now, I, I said before, I don't know how much of a fit the Indiana thing was because they just traded away Sabonis for Miles Turner to be the only big. But Buddy's a different type of player. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. You know where what this would be goes. stupid? Like if they. But trade. you you were thinking Portland, so go ahead. No, how do you think the Portland thing's gonna work though? I hope it's not Portland. Like I just hope it's not. I'm just saying. I just you want it to happen to laugh at me is what you no, want. No, I don't because Portland is flicking far. <laughs> I'm already yeah. complaining about going to San Francisco. Yeah. Um, my thing is, and I brought it up to someone a while ago, and I said, I really thought the Heat should try to trade Bam for Aiden type thing. Because I feel that the Bam project can only take you. He's not Alonzo Mourning. He's not that. I think he'll fit better with the Suns, and Aiden will be able to be that second real option with the Heat. Hmm. Is any part of this that you would like for some Bahamian NBA player to be as close as possible to home? It's great, but it still makes sense. <laughs> it's great, but I'm just saying, like, if we had to do a pie chart, how much of it is we just need one of them to play in Miami? It's not as much as you think because I would rather, if, if I'm looking for that, I'd rather them go to Indiana or Charlotte because then we have two of them. But here's, But with Miami, you get two things, right? You get close to home, and you also get playing meaningful basketball because the Heat are always going to be in. Yeah, no, like you go someplace else, it's a toss up. I, whether I that feel team's gonna regardless be there. of, and this is, you know, we always say how good Aiden is. Regardless of where Aiden goes, that's a playoff team. I don't think. I think the Heat stay with Bam just because. Yeah, he's they're a gonna, superior, they're gonna, he's a superior defensive player. They're going to stay with him, but I feel that that should be looked into. We'll see. Listen, I'm sure his agent is doing the work. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a whole lot of work being done right now. There's a whole lot of negotiation being done right now. As it stands, I don't think he's back in Phoenix. 
I I think we got to start the eight and where we go in hashtag again, like we was doing before the what, 2018 yeah. draft. We're restricted free agent signing because they, they're not matching. They're not matching a max offer. I don't think so. And if they do max match it, it would be a sign and trade. Yeah. So regardless, if you see that happen, he's not going to be there. But I feel like I feel like the relationship. You that's can tell done. that there's that's something done. off there with the relationship. Wait, like man, but that's all I can say. I mean, we can't just we can't just put it as simple as that. But I guess what are they sometime. doing then? Exactly. Okay. So I feel I think Aiden's in a great spot. Aiden's going to be able to choose which team he wants to go to that has a cap space, unless he decides to take the. The one-year tenure, which will get him, what, 18 million, somewhere around there? Which is also another possibility that we didn't and bring up. He could just take that bet on himself and go into unrestricted free agency and go next year. the hell he wants. Because my thing is this. Regardless of how you look at it, he's going to be playing basketball next year. Yeah. Right? So he literally could sign a contract. Because if he goes now, yes, the money thing is important. But it's also a screw you to the Phoenix organization. And one thing you're right about that, that if he does that, then I am place I am putting a futures bet in on him becoming an all-star. Because a contract year where you know the next year. See, this year was, eh, maybe we might work out a deal. But next year, if you take the one-year tenure, you know for a fact that you're an unrestricted free agent the next year. What you could do, bench me? Ain't going to be no taking eight <laughs> shots a game and doing none of that stuff. Nope. He's got to go out and play for numbers. So that may actually not be a bad idea. And it's probably the last year that Chris Paul's going to be able to Chris Paul. $40 million. How much longer can Chris Paul Chris Paul? This all goes back to me being upset that they didn't draft Tyrese Halliburton and they took Jason Yeah, we, Smith, we, we was all about the Tyrese Halliburton. And this is all going to be contingent on, but he's going to get traded to the Lakers and he could be a Laker. Which is why uh, I had the Freudian slip where I was like, buddy, sweepstakes. Cause yeah. Anyway. Well, it was funny because you listened to the audio I sent you when Buddy spoke Yeah, on the thing. And he was like, um, change of scenery change. when he left Sacramento. Change of scenery is always good. But I don't see him not liking the play in um, Indiana. It's just yeah, he I gotta go to LeBron. I don't think it's I don't think there's anything wrong with Indiana, and I feel like once you escape Sacramento, like anything else looks great. But there's something to be said about playing meaningful basketball when everyone's watching, and I'm it's sure something when all with LeBron, when all of these players get to watch the playoffs like this. You know they watching that saying, I want to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to be a part of so this. So what is it? Buddy has the most starts of any NBA player that hasn't played in the playoff game. Like, that's just. I feel like anyone that stays in Sacramento for an extended period of time to have that. De'Aaron Fox taking that record. But <laughs> like, in a couple of years, that's going to be De'Aaron Fox. So I guarantee it. Anyone who stays in you Sacramento long. And this is the thing I find crazy about Sacramento. And I find crazy about the Lakers. So you remember when Buddy was supposed to be traded to the Lakers and everything was signed? Draft day. And then all of a sudden, it was like, oh, no, we're getting rough. And now all these Laker fans are like, hey, we should have got Buddy. Playing the we result. We want Buddy. Yeah, they're playing the result. When De'Aaron, and you know, I've never been a big, big fan of De'Aaron Fox. I've always said empty numbers type of guy. I've been defending him the, uh, the entire time. Right? He's a good player. Don't get me wrong, but he's an empty numbers player. He's almost like... Don't say Kevin Love. The Kevin Love. Okay. Of the Sacramento <laughs> Kings. Like, yeah, he's just putting up empty numbers on a bad team, right? If you put him on a good team, then sure, he'll probably... Somebody's got to do it. Yeah, somebody's got to do it. But I remember when they were saying, oh, we're going to sign him to the max, da 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 I don't think he was a max player. I think he should be paid well. But 
in this day and age, you would have had the maximum because someone would have, yeah, someone was gonna you offer had, him the max, especially after the season he had. Yeah, but yeah, De'Aaron Fox about to take that title. Definitely, if he stays in Sacramento five more years, that's his. Five more years. That's bro. his because the way the West is going, and you know what sucks? Sacramento fans are great. Like I'm not gonna lie, like Sacramento has a great arena. It's good fans. It's not their Wait, fault. They ownership been, they, so they went through a lot. Yeah, ownership's terrible. They went through a whole lot. And why are we talking about Sacramento basketball? We done with them. We don't have to. I mean, we cool with Cowbell Kingdom, but we don't have to be Sacramento fans no more. No, we're not Sacramento. I'm just saying it sucks on that aspect of like, because I've been there and I've done it. I'm glad Buddy's gone. Don't get me wrong. Everyone will be <laughs> glad when your player's gone. But yeah, that's that's where careers go and die. All right. We're going to go play some money on the Warriors now. We'll be back on Thursday after game one.